If you're looking for an in-depth, detailed, academic analysis of the past, devoid of any comedy or entertainment value presented by an educated historian with a PhD, this isn't the show for you. Hi, I'm Tawny Plattis, a professional voiceover actor who gives a very casual, very Southern Californian, and hopefully very comedic retelling of the sexy, scandalous, and salacious stories from history your teacher probably left out on my podcast, The Dirty Bits. Catch the show on tawnyvoice.com or anywhere podcasts are found. Chat soon, lovebug. The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day All the way from England to the USA The great song you make from yesterday and today The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy With the music we play The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day all the way from England to the USA The great song they make from yesterday and today The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy With the music we play I'm gonna go into songs that aren't necessarily violent but um sometimes the senses that be determined they are depending on which way you look at them and a simple fun happy song uh like the one in greece olivia newton john uh john travolta uh summer nights there's a lyric in it which says um did she put up a fight now if you interpret that you could be was she talking when you actually have a fight doesn't necessarily mean that it's a physical fight you know what i mean but these are two well, teenagers talking about a romantic date away from mom and dad so there's also that yeah but it depends which way you look at it i never looked at it as being a physical i just looked at it as two teenagers quarreling you know what quarreling is right I thought that too because I was younger and more innocent, but I can see how today that could cause quite a stir on the internet and be like, baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been hoping that you drop so in. very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like ice. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your My hurry? My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace so roar. So really, I'd better scurry. Beautiful, please don't well, hurry. Well, maybe just a half a drink more. Put some records on while I fall. The neighbors might But think. baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this no drink? Caps to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like stars to right break now. break spell. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. And everybody's all up in arms about it. See, I don't get that either, because it kind of talks about enticing a lady back in from the cold so they can just have a little hanky-panky. That's not bad. 
I mean, if she wants to come in for a little hanky-panky, it's bad if she doesn't want to come in for a hanky-panky, but telling somebody to come in from the cold isn't really basically bad, is it? But you know what? I think we're hitting, we're hitting on the kind of the core idea behind this, which is missed meanings. The other part of missed meanings is that there are a lot of people who can listen to a song and it means something entirely different for one person than it does to another. Well, so it's quite possible that one person listening to that is going to go, ooh, that's kind of scary and another not. A perfect example. Look at Sting's Every Breath You Take, how some people are like, oh, that's so sweet. And others are like, oh, that's disturbing. Why is it disturbing? Because Every Breath You Take is a stalker song. It's about a guy who's stalking a woman. Can't you see you belong to me? How my poor heart aches with every step you take. Well, maybe he's just singing about a girl that he wants her to belong to him and he's had eyes on her because he fancies her. No, I mean, Sting has said that was a stalker song and he was often confused when people thought it was romantic. I had no idea. I just took it as an innocent song. And did it get bad? And no, so not at all. It was a huge hit. But, but the intention, the meaning was missed. And that wasn't a cultural thing. It was just people listening to it. It's, it's funny. I didn't realize you didn't know that. But it, it happens all the time. Another example, there's a Green Day song that he wrote where he's bitter and angry about his breakup. But it's this kind of... It sounds upbeat, it has an upbeat rhythm, and he's playing an acoustic guitar. So a lot of people go, oh, that song's so romantic, we played that at our wedding. And he's like, what? That's my I'm angry because you're breaking up with me and moving away song. So take the photographs and still frames in your mind. Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time. Tattoos and memories and skin on trial. It was worth all the while It's something unpredictable But in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life Yeah, interpretations again, buddy Everyone has their own interpretation and Even the Spice Girls yeah. <laughs> and I guess we're victims of the powers that be, how they interpret it, which uh, sometimes are right, in my opinion, and sometimes I think they're very wrong. I mean, take, for instance, the uh, the Shirelles, the, uh, the old, old record, which I love, uh, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? The, the reason why they banned it on the radio on certain things, that uh, a man had an, an encounter uh, with a young lady, you know, the night before, depending on which type of encounter they had. But, uh, you know, 
I guess they thought if you bump in uglies the night before, you know, that's how they interpret it. But it doesn't necessarily mean that the, they've had sex, you know? But uh, Well, bumping uglies does, so you may want to be more specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because I said that. But that is in the song. All it is is, uh, you know, will you still love me tomorrow? But it didn't matter with the fans because they sold over a million anyway. And actually, it was the, the first number one uh, song from a, a female uh, pop group. Uh, That's pretty cool. Let's, let's play a little bit of that for folks. So you know what? I've got a follow-up to that. That's a perfect example of what you're talking about, which was the meatloaf song Paradise by the Dashboard Light is this long theatrical stretch that's clearly about a couple that's talking about whether, you know, he's he's trying to pressure her into having sex. The funny thing about it is there's this whole stretch in the middle of the song where they're playing what sounds like an announcer calling out a baseball game, complete with sound effects, right? But if you're in the UK, you might not realize that a baseball game is being used to refer to actually having sex. But there's a metaphor in the U.S. where how far along you get with a girl is, did I get to first base? Did I get to second base? Did I get to third base? Which are all the different degrees of <clears throat> ugly bumping. <laughs> and so that really will go over the head of somebody who doesn't understand that in the U.S., baseball can be a metaphor for um, sexual progress. And there it is, a line shot up the middle. Look at him go. This boy can really fly. He's rounding first and really turning it on now. He's not letting up at all. He's going to drive the second. The ball is bottled out center, and here comes the throw. And what a throw. He's going to slide in head first. Here he comes. He's out. No way safe. Safe at second base. This kid really makes things happen out there. Matter steps up to the plate. Here's the pitch, and he's going. And what a jump he's got. He's trying to third. Here's the throw. I get it, buddy. That's exactly right. The English wouldn't get that, but being here so long, I know exactly where you got. How about what's a home run then after you get to first, second, and third base? I don't team? think you have to imagine what home run is. <laughs> I guess we could call that, if we want to be topical and, and borrow from current pop culture. That's I wonder if they could do that with a cricket song. But you only have two bases in a, a cricket. you got two wickets, one on each side. See, you that's have... already sounding rude and dirty. But <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, if you really want to be topical. You know and rude and from, hey. It's a sticky wicket. You don't want a sticky wicket. That means your bales can't get knocked off. That's what they're protecting, you know, when they're playing cricket. It's a stop. They're stopping the. They don't want the bales to get knocked off by this big cop, and they don't want anything else to get knocked off either. That's why they wear protection. I think this is the dirtiest clean conversation I've ever had. In the, in the dark ages, 
all we had was shin pads. Now they've got things protecting the didgeridoo, the face and everything else. <laughs> back in the, back growing up, it came at you at 60 miles an hour and that separated the, the men from the mice, if you know what I mean. Or the men from the soprano men. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to change the subject a bit and... Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the legend Van Morrison, uh, one of my favorite, Who's favorite he? artists. Oh, forget it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. Please continue, sir. Everybody knows Van Morrison. <laughs> um, and, you know, I love the song because I, I sing it all the time, uh, Brown Eyed Girls. But, you know, the original what he wanted to sing about was uh, a brown skinned girl. That really? was yeah, that was his song. But um, I think back, I think it was in, was it 60s he wrote that or 70s? 60s or 70s, yeah. Yeah, there, there wasn't too many interracial, well, there probably was, but the he just felt in his heart if he changed it to brown-eyed girls that he would get more airplay on the radio, um, which I think is the it's the biggest load of junk that I've ever heard in my life that someone would have to change something like that. You know, people are people, no matter who you marry or who you in my, you know, we're all equal. That's I just looked point. it up and it's 1967. So wow. yeah, that would be, that would be far more controversial in 1967 to be talking about a brown skinned girl, but that's kind of a shame because that also would have been ahead of its time. Yeah, I think that's a load of rubbish. But the main concern with the uh, with with the BBC and uh, the people that look at all these songs was uh, making love in the green grass, which I think is a beautiful lyrics. I mean, what is wrong with making love in the green grass? Do you think people are going to think we're obsessed because we keep on going back to sexy stuff? But no, let's that, face is, that is a much nicer, kinder phrase than bumping ugly. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm all for it. I'll, I'll go into third base, uh, <laughs> making a home run. Okay, a little bit of uh, Van Morrison's uh, Brown Eyed Girl, Making Love in the Green Grass. We can play it now without getting banned. So can we play a little bit of that? You bet. Here you go. Sometimes I'm overcome thinking about Making love in the green grass Behind the stadium with you My brown-eyed girl Yep, that is a good song. All right. Sven the Fisherman Says the seven seas to catch the finest fish for thee. Send the fisherman. Says the seven seas to catch the finest fish for thee. Send the fisherman. Hey, that's my salmon. I saw it first. No, it isn't. It's my salmon. You always want the biggest fish, you yanks. That's not true. Give it to me. Hey, hey, hey stop hey. fighting. Fight over the music, but don't fight over the salmon. There's plenty of salmon to go around. That's why I sail the seven seas. To find the finest fish for thee. It's Sven the Fisherman! Hi boys, I'm the Alaskan. Sven sent me. This month it's all about Alaska. The Alaskan frontier is the perfect place to find wild-caught, fresh, delicious sockeye salmon. 
We use Marine Stewardship Council certified sustainable wild sockeye for our cold smoked salmon products. The omega-3s in salmon are good for your health in a lot of ways, and it tastes uniquely smoky and wonderful. Seven Sea Salmon is tender and delicious, packed with wonderful flavors and spices for each unique fish. Available at your local grocery store, ready to use Spend and enjoy. Convenient, simple, and the main ingredient, deliciousness. That's why I sail the seven seas to catch the finest fish in the beach. Any uh, more interesting uh, tidbits and enlightenment in songs that you sure. have? Sure. You know, I've got one that is rude, so I'm going it, to, it's once again about innuendo, which, you know, is not worth fiddling with because there's so many of those. Those are more obvious. I like to find the more subtle ones like Closing Time where no one could possibly have guessed what that was about. Uh, this one, though, everybody has endlessly insisted that they know what this is about. We've all speculated about it. And that would be the Phil Collins song, In the Air Tonight. What? Yeah, because it's got all these random little bits in it. Like um, there's the lyrics of, if you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. I've seen your face before, my friend, but I don't know if you know who I am. People put all these kind of Alfred Hitchcock or James Bond style meanings to that and going, Phil Collins is singing about how he saw some guy drowning and he didn't help him and he drowned. Or Phil Collins is a murderer. And I'm going to prove it before anyone leaves this room. <laughs> so ridiculous. It's just a hypothetical meaning of what he was saying, you know? Well, he's, he painted this interesting poetic picture that is intense. The whole song is intense. The video is intense because it's just absolute darkness in his face looking right at you the whole time in shadow. And he's doing the whole Bohemian Rhapsody, you can't really see my eyes thing. But <laughs> did I do that right? Did I get close enough to the camera? I but, think, uh, yeah. the, the, he said it was actually about the feelings that surrounded him as he was going through a divorce. Oh, so it was uh, his own personal struggles in life. And it was that was... tension in the relationship where he can just feel that everything's just not right tonight. Well, if you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. I've seen your face before, my friend, but I don't know where Great song, though. Yeah, it is. And it is funny to have people speculate endlessly about the meaning. Oh, now yeah. we have Mr. Internet, and it can be a lot easier than back in, what was it, 1976 he put that out? I don't remember. That's right. I think it was late 70s, early 80s. Oh, I'm jumping into my turn. But, you know, you, you talked about TLC in one of the episodes we did. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And I've been doing a bit of browsing. I, you know, I forgot about them, and but they really had some uh, great tunes. And, oh, yeah. and one, 
One of them was uh, waterfalls. And doing a little research on it, I didn't realize uh, what a great song it was in regards helping people. Here I go again, back to sex. <laughs> but, you know, it's going to help people too, so I'm going to bring it up. It, it really was about the spread of uh, HIV and uh, AIDS. And it was, uh, if you listen to the lyrics, um, it's about supporting the safe sex for people, which is, you know, a great thing to do in, in this world now, you know. Yeah, but you know some of the lyrics, I mean, one of... Uh, well, there's, there's the whole bit about drugs. I thought it was about a kid who who also goes and gets into drugs, and that's how he dies, but... I, I think it's a combination of both, but it's, uh, you know, it's uh, in it, they, they sing about his health is failing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he doesn't know why. And then they bring up the three letters took took him to his right. final, final resting place. So it's probably a combination of both, you know? Well, because it also has that line about cocaine in your veins or something like that. Exactly. So I think it's a combination of not just the sex, but uh, of the drug taken too. But and it's a beautiful piece of poetry, as sad as it is, the idea of the don't go chasing waterfalls stay to the rivers and streams that you're used to. That really just sounds like a mother cautioning their child when they go out in the world, not to go too far, not to get lost. Yeah. But it, it's poetic. And yet, as you say, yeah, those lyrics are really hard hitting when you listen to the meaning. It's intense. Let's, let's play a little bit of that. So yeah, that. that's, I mean, it's a beautiful song, but on the other hand, a lot of these where we find hidden meanings, the hidden meanings are not pleasant, they're dark, or they're yeah. just bawdy and sometimes funny, but. But you know, sometimes even the, the most innocent pop, fun little songs, and what comes to mind with me is, you know that, it was like bubblegum, I admit, but they did have a few catchy, fun tunes, Hanson. Remember Hanson? Yep. M M Bop. Do up. Do did it do up. And you think of that as just being a, a silly, fun, uh, good song about really nothing. And what if, if you really listen to those lyrics, it's kind of got deep meaning to these lyrics, believe it or not. Because, really? Yeah. Um, because it's it's like a tribute to life and the um, the trans experience in your life and the existence and kind of futility of life and, you know, what fame and money does and 
how it fades out of your life, but the true meaning of the most important things in your life are the people that you love, family, relationships, and... Uh, oh, wow. I yeah. completely lost that because I was so... I was tapping my foot and going, gosh, this is a cheery little song, and I wasn't drilling into it like that. That's... I had no idea. I didn't either until I, I did this research and finding and how it's really about having, you know, a backup uh, support system in life in general, you know? I can see that because these were three kids who suddenly exploded onto the scene and they were super famous. And how do you deal with that when you're an adult, let alone when you're a kid still trying to kind of grow up and figure out who you're going to be? Yeah, a fun, catchy tune. Well, okay, Yank, we've, we've kind of covered the gamut here. It's been absolutely brilliant. I hope our listeners are enjoying it because I certainly am. And I'll be honest, I certainly learned a few things from you, which is unusual. But this Same time- here, I do too. I, I really enjoyed this. This was tricky for us to come up with without falling into the obvious continuous metaphors about sexuality. But it was really fun to uncover some of these where the meaning was completely missed or the meaning was perfectly understood in one country and not in another. Yeah. Have you got any more to share before we uh, cut you off? Which, you know, I like doing that. <laughs> I know you love doing that, but I, I really don't. I'm kind of at the end of my list, though. I will mention one thing that made me giggle a, a while ago is when Madonna first came out with the song Music um, and she says, hey, Mr. DJ, put a record on. One of them was a kid from the UK who thought it was put a racket on, as in let's get noisy. <laughs> put a racket on. No, no, I we had these things. They were huge and and thin and flat and they were made of vinyl. And we would slowly lower it onto the little stem in the middle, and then we would put the little arm on it and it had a needle and then it would just turn and here's the fun part kids a record album isn't a series of grooves it's one continuous groove that gradually works its way towards the middle and yet as it turns each particular circuit through the loop is going to be slightly smaller than the one before it and slightly smaller until it reaches the end and yet it doesn't speed up when you get to the end does it it How all stays speed. How does that work? Because it's 45 reps per minute, but <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's great. you got to play Hey Mr. DJ a little bit. That's one of my favorite tunes. <laughs> I would love to. That was one of the really good Madonna albums.
great, buddy. There you go. On that note. (laughs) Now vinyl records are those things that electronica artists put down and then run little bits of. And rap artists may go real retro on you and have them and just do the back and forth thing. Oh, yeah. You know, hidden meanings. It's like sometimes we're victims of the times that we live in, uh, what people are allowed to be played and uh, when they won't be allowed to play. And um, I was just saying, just to finish off, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Rod Stewart, brilliant. And he brought out uh, Atlantic Crossing. And, what, and, and the song was bad, which I didn't know until I was doing some research. Because um, back in the 70s, early 80s, you know, uh, England went to war with Argentina uh, to battle for the Falkland Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was only sheep on the island, but it was a case of nas- national pride. and uh, It was diplomatically but, awkward and still is today, yeah. Yeah, and what they did back then, they barred all nautical themes. And the song, uh, I Am Sailing, uh, they stopped playing it for a while because of the war, which I, I, I really don't get, but... I guess if you're sailing halfway across the world to to battle enemies, they didn't want anybody singing about sailing. Isn't that, that really weird? You know, I, I see what you're saying because the same thing happened after 9-11 in the U.S. where, for example, we had someone who was mailing anthrax to people. And so the band anthrax said, yeah, we thought about actually changing our name because that's such a triggering word right now. And there were a lot of other themes that, could potentially be interpreted as reminding people of 9-11 and there was talk about, well, should we ban these or should we at least just, would it be tasteful not to play these particular songs because people will think of it? They'll think of the, the two towers. That is so sad, you know, to think it. But uh, on a finished note, thank goodness we live in a free world and uh, we live in a, a free land here, America and England. So when these wars do finish, and when we we can bring out the music and start playing it again and not being told by a higher power we can't play it. And Rod Stewart can be transatlantic again. Because if I remember correctly, you you taught me about this one. This was more about him shuffling from the UK to the USA and back and forth, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right, sailing. Hmm. To to conquer America. Awesome program, buddy. I hope all our listeners out there have enjoyed the show. As Same much here. As we, we hope have. you had a lot of fun because we, we really had a lot of fun researching and planning this one for you. And we've got some great programs lined up for you for this year. I mean, I could jump into it, but I'm not because I'll give away all the secrets that we've got. Well, the other problem you have is when we start doing that, we time travel because we may talk about stuff that may not come out for a couple more months or talk about something as if it's happened because we recorded it, but you guys haven't heard it yet. Yeah. And once again, to all our wonderful listeners and fans out there, please, uh, if you have an interesting song with hidden lyrics and meanings that we haven't discussed on the program, and I know there's many, many of them out there don't hesitate to let us know and to share them with us because uh, uh, we always like to be enlightened by you guys and we appreciate you so much for your following and your listening 
Uh, without all you guys, we wouldn't be doing what we love and enjoy to do. So please keep listening. Tell your friends about the Limey and the Yank.com and our podcast. And we look forward to every episode with you. Thanks so much. Cheerio. Have to end it now, folks. I'm Steve Atkins, the Limey, and I'm off to my favorite pub for a pint. So I'm closing up the mic. And I'm Blake Bennett, the Yank. And I don't know about these pints, but I am going to have my favorite beverage in a perfectly American standardized sized can. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show and keep an eye out for us because we got more on the way. See ya.